This episode contains talk about suicide and murder and adult themes and is not appropriate for anyone under the age of 13. Hey there, it's Eric. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Before we get started on today's episode, I want to thank everybody who left five-star ratings for the show on Apple Podcast. Thanks a lot. It means a lot, and uh, it's one of the best ways to help the show out. Now, today's episode, uh, we're talking about the Cecil Hotel, also known as the Suicide Hotel. Now, given the fact it's also known as that, we will be talking about suicide and murder and very touchy subjects, so... You know, listener discretion is advised. Uh, now, given that that it is the Suicide Hotel, I do want to throw out the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255. So if you feel like you need to talk to somebody, reach out. Um, you can even email me at the show at totallywongpodcast at gmail, and I'll talk to you. Uh, so I just want to throw that out there. Uh, But in other words, I hope you enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Intros for they're totally wrong. I kind of do like a pre. You need like a theme. If I'm on the episode, I, usually I have. Just... Oh, I have one. Oh yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I'm on the episode, I usually say something very unfortunately inappropriate that he has to cut out. So we'll... you know, Brandon's been really bad with that when we do the video store. Oh yeah, and he'll do it purposely because sometimes I'll have episodes that are so good I know I really don't have to like sit through the whole thing to edit it because mm. usually the audio is like the the volume level's decent and i just kind of listen for things like well can't say this can't say this and brandon just purposely throws in shit and stuff that you can't say exactly be i feel minutes. like i did all right last time so we'll see we'll try. i don't think i had to cut much out but when i listened to it again there was a part where i was like people that are bored are boring and then like that was like that came out as covid lockdowns were happening and everybody was like i'm so bored and i was like i feel like a dick for saying that but also <laughs> well, it's we... still so true because i haven't been bored at all I uh, think... i've been i've been i've been okay when that episode like, came I've out though living the dream so when we recorded your episode though that was like it was pre-covid a year ago maybe from now because it was like maybe early december it was before the year, uh, the new year. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and I do remember it being kind of cold because I didn't bite. You ushered in. So it's your fault. It's all my fault. <laughs> we need it's you to talk into fault. the mic but just a little bit. Call the president. Even before that, like I had, I had gone to Malaysia and I came back and I remember telling my friend, like, dude, I have a feeling that something big is going to happen. Really? And then it was that following weekend that it was COVID. And then after that was George Floyd. And it was just like, I thought something big was going to happen in my life, not in the entire world. <laughs> That's still your life, though. <laughs> it works. Yes, but... <laughs> but I think I was actually sick. January's I went to I went to New York with my girlfriend. We were in there January end of January. I was sick and I was like on a plane and everything like that. And then they were like virus spread across the country, blah blah, blah pandemic and I'm just like Oh, I hope I I hope it wasn't me. You notice <laughs> though, like once it came out, everyone was like, I you know what? I was sick like in January. I was sick in December. Oh, I it's confirmation it. bias. I have it already. I have it already. Like, uh, and then they got it next the week after. It's confirmation bias, so that's just how people are. I'm a natural-born hypochondriac. Like, oh, yeah, like legit, true. Like, I'm not even like exaggerating. Lauren has to calm me down. If I see like a birthmark I didn't notice before... You thought you had cancer in high school, but Oh, my gosh. Dude, I think I... I literally had an I anxiety mean, attack about cancer today. I'm not even kidding with I you. I mean, it's good to be aware of those things, though, because there's people that won't listen to you. Yeah, you I gotta... had shingles, and I almost went blind, and they didn't what? believe me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just spreading across my face, and they are like, no, that's not what it is. So, like, on one hand, we should be a little bit more sketchy well, yeah. about our bodies. Better had, safe than sorry. I had anxiety one time because I was having a hard time breathing, and I want to say this might have been... A year ago. No, it was just, it was right as, like, COVID started. 
And I was having, I knew I didn't think it was COVID. I was just having a hard time breathing, and I thought it was my blood pressure. So I was having an anxiety attack. It's like, man, I'm going to have blood pressure because my dad has blood pressure issues. Yeah, you called me. And you know what I had? Anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and I got a $900 medical bill for an EKG. And you were <laughs> drinking too much caffeine. Oh, yeah, that'll help. Oh, I live on Monster. and it it, I need anxiety. caffeine and ibuprofen just to get through to the next day. Monster? Monster? Bangs. Feels like a, oh, I don't even know. Zero calories, zero sugars. And it's got BCAAs and I stuff like that. I used to drink Monster, and it made my stomach feel like it was rotting inside. I remember in high school, it's all, everyone drank was Monster. and I they, would, they would collect the tabs. What I would do in high school with my friends is we would get, you know those vaults where you'd crack the can and it oh, would yeah. like mm-hmm. steam or something? We would get all kinds of volts and monsters and rock stars. Like, everybody would pick their favorite energy drink. And then we would dump it in a giant bowl Bolts. all together and drink it. And just, like, that was our drinking at, oh, like, God. 14 was we would hype up on fucking energy drinks. Oh, and yeah. then, like, build Because no access to alcohol. How a lot of stupid shit. I don't know. Yeah, I remember. I just, now I'm remembering Four Locos and just, oh, like. Dude. Those are still a thing. Uh, it was like yeah. the energy but drink they just, plus they, alcohol, they took right? the, oh, yeah. They took the caffeine out, and now it's just this that gross alcohol, alcohol drink. Nah. That, that's poison. It is poison. They used to drink it. So we drink... it was cheap. Because well, yeah. it was cheap. When I lived in Humboldt Park, there was like a 24-hour liquor store like yeah, and they, a block away. And, and they I had, would do either four. I would like go through They had a bunch in that do... Humboldt Park. There's a bunch of stores in Humboldt Park mm-hmm. that just had a shit ton of Or those MD-2020s. Oh, my God. The Monacos and everything like that. Oh, Jesus. Oh my god! I can't drink that shit. I can't drink like I used to anymore. It's I get tired. Yeah, I know this... if it's just because I get up at four a.m. every day. Like I had a Halloween party, and you weren't there, but we just sat down to play cards against humanity. It's like ten o'clock, and I was just I've never played five beers in, just kind of tipping like dozing mm-hmm. off. I can go for a nap. <laughs> Everybody left at eleven o'clock, and I could have been more grateful. Like oh, that's just such a reasonable blessing. hour when you're in your in your late twenties. <laughs> just leave at eleven, like. Thank you. You give me time where I can get everything back in place and go to bed by midnight. I was so happy. Oh my god! And I had fun. Even <laughs> not drinking, I can't do that. I'm still up till like the sun comes up, and then I'm like, you have to go to sleep so, yeah. for like an hour. I work midnight. Nine thirty. Like the, that's I can't go to sleep until like three at least. Yeah, I'm a night owl. Well, since we're talking about sleep, thinking. no, might as well dip night into uh, today's topic. Uh, <laughs> would you would, would you sleep at the Cecil Hotel? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, you can still rent a room there, and yeah. the dude, the main dude's room that was the like Satanist and murder. Oh, uh, Richard Richard Ramirez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ramirez. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get into that. So it was built in. Uh, I took notes at work. Like a weirdo. No, just, I love it. Notes are important. I got a little book. It's like I'm reading from a Bible or something. <laughs> uh, built in the in 1924, uh, it was actually a high end hotel, which is kind of sad. That is because well, it's on it's on what's now known as Skid Row. Yeah. If you look at the front though, like you could see like oh, well, I could see how it could have been fancy at one point. Well, it was built so 1924. So when was the st- the stock market crash? Thirty. Twenty nine. Twenty um, no idea. It was it was built during Prohibition. It was built for one million dollars. Wow. So I don't know what that is in today's money, but I'm pretty sure it's probably still only worth one million. <laughs> <laughs> it is. One million in repairs. <laughs> I, one million g- repairs. Uh, Two dollars just to have it. <laughs> well, it was high end, and it was the Great Depression hit, and then it just never recovered. The whole area never and recovered. And it's still Skid Row now. Is it worth like all the people live in tents? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. LA's homelessness crisis is like absolutely skyrocketing, and they still talk about Skid Row to this day. I know there's a a point in the Cecil Hotel's history where pretty much it was right around the time that the Great Depression hit. They were just taking whatever for like if someone needed a room, like you can probably go in there with like a dollar. Yeah. And they probably what turned it into being kind of that space because now Skid Row is like where all the shelters and all the food are, so you yeah. kind of have to flock there if you want to survive. Right. It's considered more like a, a hostel now. Yeah, I would ass- I would assume so. Uh, it had small rooms with shared bathrooms. Interesting. No, it's it's dorm style. It's yeah. college yeah. dorm style. If you want if you wanted your own bathroom you had to pay extra, which is That's uh, God no. Which I've been in those situations. It's it's I don't know it can suck. Yeah. <laughs> I like having my own bathroom. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like the that's that's the dream. You have to like bring your toilet paper. What if you forget it? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you got socks. 
You got to MacGyver your way in that situation. I like this Some pair countries of socks. will have a hose right by the toilet. We're gold. Oh, that's good. It actually saves it saves on paper. Oh, 100%. That's, a, that's environmental. What, 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 are, what do they call those things? Oh, bidets. bidets? I should get a bidet. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I'm getting... Everybody should have a They were booming this year. As For the as... way the youth eats ass, everybody should have a bidet. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's essential. to the mic just a little bit more? <laughs> essential. For the way the youth eats ass, yeah. everybody should have a bidet. Essential. Essential, That yeah. should be a fucking <laughs> the slogan. The essential worker. That should be a slogan. I mean, it couldn't be on the internet, not on TV. They sell them on TV now. Like, there's TV commercials for them. You can get them off, like, Wish for, like, $5. That's the funny thing. People eat ass and then are curious why there's, like, a pandemic. Um, they didn't get it from eating ass. No, but, like... This sounds like the 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 idea. Somebody (laughs) ate a monkey's ass and that's how COVID started. Like, or they they were licking, (laughs) licking ice cream and putting it back. And they're like, why is everyone sick? I mean... Americans are really gross, yeah. 100%. Like, we the are. amount of people that are like, I've never washed my hands and I'm not starting now, goes to show how disgusting. Well, I, I look at it this way. We have all the means to be clean and healthy people, and we choose not to as opposed to countries that, if they had the resources, would probably sweep us under the rug with how well they would be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I mean, I guess it's the. Wait, what are we talking eat, about? Oh, yeah, we're getting sidetracked. Uh, <laughs> ghost stories, eat ass. I would even call the Cecil Hotel a haunt. It's not really considered a haunted hotel. Cursed, maybe. I think cursed. There's not really many ghost stories 16 there. unnatural deaths reported. Uh, fun fact, it was the basis off of a uh, American Horror Story season. Oh, yeah, the hotel one, yeah. But I think they took a bunch of different... Mur- there's hotels, other inspirations yeah, too, yeah like hh holmes murder, the castle. murder castle in chicago whereas this one's in la so there's multiple instances of like high-powered high-class people constructing these buildings to just kill people yeah um yeah it didn't take long for this hotel to become like crime hotel yeah and no. cursed is a great word maybe not haunted yeah because it, it results in more suicides and more deaths of like that living fucking great depression than... man <laughs> well yeah. not just that it was even after the depression like it was still like uh, it, i was watching this documentary about it and it was like the uh suicide rate in la was really high it's like 18 people per hundred thousand which is just fucking a lot mm-hmm. and then uh a, like a good majority of them were happening at this hotel jeez yeah yeah, it's it's definitely Oh, and Black cursed. Dahlia too, right? Okay, yes. so yes and no. Supposedly Elizabeth Short, aka the Black Dahlia, was people like to say she was last spotted there. And they also like to say she was spotted at the Roosevelt Hotel, which is a different story. We'll get into that if we have time, but mm-hmm. uh from my understanding, she was last seen at the Biltmore Hotel. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I think it's just the fact that the Cecil Hotel's got so much going on. That it's just like oh, yeah, she add was another at, big name to it. Make yeah. it more of an she was attraction. at a hotel, is what I think yeah. happened. Yes, uh, she was there. That that murder case alone was such a big mess. Graphic craziness. The like side piercings that I have are like quote unquote called Dahlia piercings. They're hmm. not, um, but people do, and I yeah. find that kind of cool, but also kind of morbid. Yeah, a little bit. Fuck. <laughs> because then I just think about slitting my cheeks, and that's not fun. <laughs> Well, you pull Heath Ledger in the Joker. <laughs> so, uh, pull it off. Glasgow smile, it's called. Ooh. That's something they used to do in, in Glasgow. It was like a gang thing, from my understanding. Jeez. Hmm. Could be wrong. Kings ain't got nothing Fucked on Fucked up. <laughs> uh, so it had 14 floors. At the time, it was the tallest hotel in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Which is... That's the irony, I guess, because... 14 well, floors ain't shit now. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing now, but... I think that's what dra- attracts people, like, who want to commit suicide. They go for these, like, almost monument things. Like, they people who jump off the bridge. It could also just be a numerical thing, because, you know, the whole, you know, number 13 being bad luck or whatever. So oh, yeah, just they... going a step above that, kind of, like, trapping you in the negative energy. Okay, and but, yeah. What was it? Uh, was it Mitch Hedberg who said it, like how hotels don't have a 13th floor but when you're on the 14th floor you know what floor you're on yeah exactly if you jump <laughs> exactly. out the window you're not gonna hit the floor any later or something like that yeah exactly why, it, it, just like why would anybody build a 14th floor building just make it a 15th floor building 
There's um some like fucking thing I was listening to that's like horror stories people write, but like it's over a series of time or whatever. Mm. Um, I think it was from Reddit, but it was about a ho- like a haunted hotel too. Totally irrelevant story, but there was a 14th floor in that in scenario too. So I wonder if that's just kind yeah, of like that's a know, numerology like a new trope it. for. It's numerology for sure is involved in a lot of stories like uh, even even Harry Potter. Uh, they talk about seven being a magical number and oh, stuff yeah. like that and everything like it's just numbers numbers carry like power almost. I'm still I'm still reading on book five. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> well, I'm making you, I'm books. making use of my audible while I'm at work. Queer people aren't allowed in Hogwarts. <laughs> well, the Goblet of Fire transforms into a giant. Oh, well, I'm, I'm on five, book five. Right. Okay, no, no, no. In in book seven, he transforms into the Gundam. Goblet of Fire is a giant Gundam with a laser sword. All right, here we go. You know what I realized book though? Seven was the Goblet of Fire. Interesting. No, Sorry. book four was. Oh, book it. four was Goblet of Fire. You know what I realized though is that uh, Voldemort is technically a wizard Hitler. Yeah, 100 percent. And the Death Eaters are pretty much Nazis. Um, I've also heard that the the goblins who run the bank were supposed to be uh, analogous. Yeah, to Jew- Jewish, yeah, Jewish people. allegory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, funny. We're gonna avoid this anti-Semitic the, talk I mean, here. Another uh, interesting thing about J.K. Rowling is um, in the new Fantastic Beast Beast movie, the what guy Johnny Depp plays, his like he's the villain, but his main goal and plan is to stop the Holocaust. So the heroes in the movie are trying to stop a guy who's trying to kill all non-magical people mm-hmm. because he wants to stop the Holocaust. Oh, all right, she well, just wrote I that to save I herself. <laughs> she just like was like plot twist. Let me get my, some even my bad guy doesn't want to doesn't want the Holocaust to happen. All right, well. Let's, uh... <laughs> Let's go. We'll move on with the the Cecil Hotel, also known <laughs> as the Suicide Hotel. Um, so September nineteen, no, September nineteen forty four. Woman, uh, Dorothy Purcell and her boyfriend Ben Levine get a room, and it's one of those cases where she didn't know she was pregnant until Jeez. she was on the toilet. I'm guessing. Oh yeah. Oh. I and mean, yeah, that happens. To the people. baby started crying, and she didn't want to wake her boyfriend up. I heard about this. I yeah. thought she thought it was a stillborn. Well, no, she thought it was a stillborn, but not only that, but she thought she, her boyfriend didn't know she was pregnant either, and he didn't. She didn't want to like piss him off because apparently he had a temper, and she didn't know what to do, and she thought it was dead, so she, you know, window. Sadly, yeah, and it had landed on Which, the adjacent building. Can I just say, given the time, it makes sense that a woman would be afraid of the dude's reaction should she give birth to a stillborn. Because in that time, like, historically, women, like, it was viewed as you were a bad woman or, like, not a good woman. Yeah, you damaged goods have a baby. kind of thing, yeah. So he could have, like, very well, you know, had a rage, killed her, or, like, beat the shit out of her. Yeah. And that was her safest way out. But, again, cursed and insanity and, like, driving you to mad extremes. Your your voice in the microphone, just, it's so, like... who. Your voice really carries into the microphone. Oh. I can hear you better than I can hear the both of us. <laughs> just scoot right in. <laughs> just got it's that. time for the quiet storm. You should have your own podcast. You should right. just take over mine. Can you just read me bedtime stories? Welcome to Totally Green. No, Totally Green. <laughs> no, totally like, Green. No, totally Green. We're going to talk about Jill Stein and the Green Party today, guys. Hey. Uh, but yeah, she threw the baby out the window. Uh, and she got off on... Off on it too. Insanity. Okay, not, okay, that's not right. That's she. I got off on it, but <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Unfortunately, I didn't know it was that kind of podcast. She, she claimed. <laughs> she claimed that it was a. She thought she had like a manic episode and she panicked and she was stillborn, and they found out that the baby was alive because they found air in the lungs. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Which I'm. I'm surprised they were able to figure that out. If I don't know what floor she was on, but doesn't matter like a, a baby hitting pavement or even yeah, on a rooftop. freshly born baby it well she claimed ins- insanity and she got off free on Jeez. they think that isn't there like there are people like a coincidence like there's somebody who has the same exact name as her who like lived who married some guy from like the army and lived to like be like almost 100 or something like that well i don't know i do know there's only one supposed ghost story linked to this one Ooh. and it's also linked to another death is what? a woman was in a hotel room she heard a baby crying and she looked out the window 
because she was trying to find where the baby was, and she kept hearing it, and she leaned out too far, and she fell to her death. Damn. Wow. That's supposed. That that was just one that I heard. Um, Grace Magro, Magro, I think that's her name. Uh, she jumped out and uh, she landed in uh, telephone wires. Oh, oh yeah. fuck! Didn't somebody land on another person? Yes, yes. I read about that uh, too. Weren't they together? Wasn't that like a couple? Paul, and Paulette, some... uh, Paulette Auden. Uh, she was there with her husband Dewey, and they were having a marital marital dispute. And I guess when he went to the bathroom, or whatever, she leaped out the window and fell on this guy. I think his name was George Gion. Probably wrong on it. Giancone or something like that. It's something like something a, with a G. Gioni, Gioni, maybe. I, I didn't write it down. But I read that he was found with his like pocket, like his hands in his pocket still, and his shoes still on. So if he had jumped with her, his shoes would have flown off. His hands wouldn't been in his pockets. So it I, was just like perfect impact. I think I know. I think that was just a random guy, though. It was. Yeah, well, it was. She it was just a passerby. Well, that, that's not anticlimactic. As, that's for me. not as cool. <laughs> it's it, it's kind of sad though. Like, it is yeah. it's fucked up. Always look up. People thought it was a double suicide. Like, well, dude had his hands in his pocket. He's probably having a good day up until that moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, what a. Da, 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 da. Huh? Oh gosh. Huh? <laughs> just uh, that second before, just. Oh. What do I? Helena C. Oh my god, I can't read my own handwriting. Holy. Helen C. I think it's a gurney or gurney, Gurner, nineteen fifty four. She jumped through a window. A lot of, a lot of window jumping. I, like I said, it's that it's that height. You know, people like people. The idea of the height is enough to get people to go down. Jump. I've read something too about it just being like a, a weird mechanism in our brain that like keeps us alive, that makes us curious about the possibilities of. Of terrible situations, yeah. like seeing no. a flame, wanting to touch the flame, being yeah. at heights, wanting to like lean over, or jump off, or whatever. So it's it's the over- testing your limit to like yeah. I want to know. Like, I do. So I want to know what I can survive. Touch the fire. Yeah, or like this looks sharp. I don't know, you know, or I don't know. I've been there. Worked with power tools and like. Oh yeah, there were... like this could happen. <laughs> oh, I with the with the hedge with the hedge trimmers, and I'm just like, if I put my finger in there, would mm-hmm. it stop? <laughs> maybe I'm Superman. Maybe maybe I can stop it. <laughs> oh, what if, man? What if that's how you found out? Just because you were like, hmm. how much force does it take to? <laughs> I don't need to risk that anymore because I can't even run like a half a mile without my knee aching. So I'm pretty sure if I put my ha- my hand in a got a trick knee, buddy, in a buzz saw, it's it's not gonna it's done for. Uh, well, 19- it's just your own body, though. Uh, let's see. In 1934, Sergeant Louis D. Borden cut his own throat. <laughs> that that's a rough way to yeah. go. That's so that's, that's commitment at the same time. Oh man. Um, there's two people, two men that poisoned themselves. Wow. There was one woman, I forgot to write her name. It's like, her name was Pigeon Goldie or Goldie oh, something. Oh, yeah, Pigeon something. And she was mur- She was straight up like murdered and raped, and to this day they still can't figure out who did it. Holy fuck. That's okay. gruesome. <gasps> she said, she said, holy. Dude, this is not a, <laughs> this is a very anti-religious podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. As we talk about ghosts and spirits. And... Well, are we gonna, I mean, I guess if we're going to talk about Satan, uh... The one thing about the uh, Cecil Cecil Checho Cecil Hotel is it was the base of operations of serial killer Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. Nice. Not to be mistaken with the original Night Stalker, Joseph D'Angelo, who they just caught like a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. yeah, Golden State Killer, which I plan on doing an episode on. I'm reading the book. Oh but, really? That uh, Pat Oswald, his wife wrote before she died i can't it, it's a really good book um dude she grew up in um oak park oh really no yeah, way because she's small talking world. about yeah she's mm-hmm. small world yeah she's talking about like living in oak park walking on madison street i'm like i know all these places <laughs> uh richard ramirez uh he had a murder spree in like one year he killed like 20 something people yeah he That's, was a psychopath. he was fucking busy and Damn. he had, from what I've, from what I've gathered, he had the room with the non-bathroom or what have you, or didn't he like share a bathroom or something? He's a piece of Can shit. You imagine he was probably like, sharing out. a bathroom and like this dude's just 
You probably shit in a bucket. I just like and the, he was like I just super like the, Satanist. I like the words you used was busy, though. It's like, hey, hey, man, you want to come out for a drink? Oh, no, I'm busy. I'm murdering. <laughs> I'm well, busy murdering. I guess we can go into a little bit of a history of him. Then. Uh, so he suffered head trauma twice as a child. Uh, like a dresser fell on his head at one point. Jesus. And then he got hit in the head with a swing. And there is a big study, though, like head trauma has a lot of trauma and aggression that's why chris benoit killed his family and aaron her aaron hernandez the football player Mm -hmm. i don't know much about that football it's a foreign language to me at this point yeah uh touchdown (laughs) goal i don't know (laughs) it works uh at a young age he witnessed his cousin miguel kill his wife right in front of his eyes he was like 12 jeez jeez so this dude's just hella traumatized and like quite honestly probably like schizophrenic or he was something. super religious though that's the funny thing most crazy people are and yeah. what it was <laughs> honestly he, like, it, he was so religious yeah that he that he was so religious that he actually feared god so decided to worship satan instead in fact i read it somewhere at one point he was strangling a teenage girl with a telephone wire wow. and the phone started sparking and he took it as a sign that jesus was trying to protect her and left her alone wow I mean, for all we know, that could have been, like, a guardian angel yeah, at and that like, point. For all we know, in his head, he was killing people that deserve to die or whatever right, by exactly. word of God. But if you go into, like, occultism, like, way back when, um, and, like, working with demons versus working with angels, um, a lot a lot of occultists will tell you that working with angels is much more terrifying than working with demons, 100%. Angels are the... Angels are like the the hard disciplinarian. Yeah. So they're very much somebody that's like, they're going to make hell for you as long as it benefits them or benefits this quote unquote higher cause. Whereas demons in history most often just make people fall in love or, you know, they spin stories or something. They're, if Hmm. anything, more like, like, like playful children, whereas angels are like the abusive father. Well, children, the, playful children, in, in the demon sense, still scare me. So I'm not a little bit. <laughs> yes. the interesting thing about angels too is that uh, I I recently learned this from TikTok actually. And then I researched this <laughs> some more. But uh, the depiction of angels in the Bible, like the ones that we see, just like in like popular media, are just one type of angel, and it's like the more humanoid kind. The rest are like disturbing. Like one's just like a triangle of eyes, and like mm-hmm. the other. There's another type that's just or like, like rays of light that'll burn of... your eyes, or like crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. What was the name of God's right hand man? It was like Abaddon uh, or some shit like that. Abaddon. Abaddon or something like that, and he's like supposedly worse that worse than Lucifer. Because yeah. well, because well, Lucifer, the his thing was more so that he's just like. Lucifer is an angel of desire, yeah. which is not a bad thing. The problem is that it's been redefined in modern times. So when we think desire, we think negative things like lust and like ma- manipulation and taking advantage and all of these negative things. Which but is desire a version is, of the desire. Exactly. Desire at its root, at its heart, is is creativity, is everything mm-hmm. that connects us. It's just the way that we've been taught to kind of uh, define or deal with I it. I think it's all more based on the intention of where it comes from. Yeah, very much so. Oh, and then there's like the whole Baphomet thing. Like Baphomet's yeah. like all about Baphomet's like Baphomet's a queer. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. and Baphomet's all about like equality and all that other other yeah. stuff like that. He's not even even. Sounds like, sounds like, sounds like God is the mean one. Well, <laughs> Richard Ramirez. <laughs> Have you would, read the book? <laughs> yeah, a little bit here and so, there. Uh, Floods, catastrophe. Who cares? Whatever. So it's, he, he's a nice guy. <laughs> Richard Ramirez. He would. Uh, and at one point, he he actually cut a woman's heart out or tried to. Oh my god! And then he, but what he did, he took her. He and I think he tried to cut her heart out, and he couldn't get past the ribcage, so he cut her eyes out and put it in her jewelry box. That's there's Just so like, much intention behind that, which I I. It's like it's like one of those things where it's like a, if he'd had Google how he would have been able to like figure out how to cut her heart out. Uh... It's the little pictures. Right. Take the knife and it's perpendicular in these but weird pictures. But it's also 100% things that are like known to happen when you're like summoning or dealing with, you know, super heavy dark magic is the heart of a living being, be it animal sacrifice or human huh. sacrifice. And eyes is your connection to spirit. And to- no, I do, I do believe in that because I remember when my grandfather died, uh, I, he wasn't really even an organ donor, but they wanted his eyes and they said, fuck no. Personally, I don't mind being an organ donor. I just don't want my eyes to be taken away. Because to me, it's like, 
you're lost in the spirit world, blind kind of thing. But yeah, it's that's... also covered in fluid, and if water has a capacity for memory, then there's got to be some aspect of you that stays within that fluid. Yeah, also, because your eyes are so much water. Also, they're my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I want them. My shit. Uh, Take my liver, it's fine. I would give them to my friends. Like, if my friends wanted to, like, take pieces of my tattoos or something, then, you then like, frame framed. it. Fuck yeah. yeah. Ooh, but I, I don't do, know. I want to do that. That'd be That's cool. sick. Right? <laughs> uh, okay, another example of someone actually surviving Richard Ramirez. He broke into uh, a garage, and there was a woman there, and she was there with her roommate. I guess her roommate went up into the apartment. Well, he struggled with this woman, and he shot... And I guess the light went out, and the gun, the bullet bounced off the girl's keys in her hand, Whoa. and she just played dead. Whoa. And, I mean, unfortunately, he went into the apartment and shot the roommate in the head after he found her hiding, mm-hmm. but he came back out, and the girl was still playing dead. So her keys, like, literally, literally you know, the, the weird life. chance... Think of how small a fucking key is, yeah, the, the odds of the bullet hitting the key. Oh, that's insane. Wow. So maybe there was, maybe there was like an angel on um, yeah, or like yeah, this crazy them. dude really does have some sort of connection with these crazy forces. I you know and you know some of these cases where these people have these head traumas and these uh, the the like these almost they go to this fringe. It's it affects their sexuality almost. Where some of these people are angry because they can't they aren't sexual and they yeah. feel like they're they're outside of that you know what i mean i feel like he was just killing for the joy of killing for satan because he would make people pray to satan as right before he would kill them whoa damn like, st- whoa. like they'd be like dear god he'd be like no pray to satan pray to satan i don't think he let so him. yeah maybe it wasn't about that kind of pleasure for him although again i wouldn't really put it past him because... i mean you know and maybe in his twisted mind he was saving people yeah honestly you know like saving them from the harsh wrath of I'll tell you one thing. That guy needed a fucking dentist. Have you seen what he looked like? Yeah. He literally oh, yeah. lived on Coca-Cola and candy. His teeth were rotted as fuck. That's a terrible diet. <laughs> they said that's Driving all he ever ate. Murder. He drank Coke and, and, and did Coke and then ate candy. Well, that makes sense. Well, and uh, like all of that sugar when you're that, you know, like mentally not there and you have that level of aggression when you've already had this head trauma, like... It's just bad luck for this hotel. Rampage. So, rampage. so he he would kill people, throw his dirty clothes in the dumpster, and walk through the lobby naked, and and nobody that, thought anything. It was that was just another another day at the Cecil Hotel. Apparently, oh it, that's how crazy that fucking hotel was. Here comes this dude, probably walking around. He's probably covered in blood. And you're like, yeah, because it was also a hot spot for sex work and you know all kinds of other things. Yeah. So that's something I'm sure they see all the time. But also probably what drew him to it because, yeah, if he's like going on about these murder sprees with some sort of religious or anti-religious idea, yeah. then go heard, to where heard, there's lots of unsafe people. Have you no heard questions. the story about how he got caught, though? The story. No. Of, I have not heard that. The story of him getting caught, and it's a true story, obviously. It sounds like something that would happen on TV. So he got linked to a, like a rental car or something, and they found his fingerprint. And from the fingerprint, it was linked to his juvenile record record because he got caught years before uh, sexually assaulting somebody. I think he worked at the hotel at one point, or a hotel, and he sexually assaulted somebody. So his name was on file, so it was fingerprints. So once they finally figured out who the fuck he was, they put um, his picture in the the paper. Well, he was buying a soda at a coca-cola at a gas station <laughs> and he looked down at the newspaper and there's this fucking mug shot and uh some old ladies were pointing at him going uh what is it how do you say the devil is it morte um no that's uh death diablo um there you go they were they were saying like el morte el morte and pointing at him and then he put two and two together and he started bolting he went to the bus station trying to get on the bus they, they called him death that's they noticed him on the bus, so he's like, "Fuck, I can't do this." He had to, he had to leave the bus station, and then he ran across the freeway, and he kept trying to jack like five or six diff- or three or four different cars, tried to uh, hijack one car. Guy pulled him out, punched him in the fucking face. He ran off. Then he tried to steal another car and ended up driving it into, into like the side of the house or whatever. And people kept pointing, and 
he pretty much got chased down by a mob and they were beating the fuck out of him with pipes wow. and chains and stuff like that until the cop showed up. Holy shit. Yeah, he he just kept going from car to car, couldn't get into a fucking car, and ended up just getting his ass whooped. Yeah. It was like out of a movie. Somewhere, yeah. And I bet most a lot of the people who were kicking his ass were like, well, I, I just gotta join and kick his ass. I don't yeah. know what this is all about. Let's beat the shit out of this yeah, guy. Yeah, like I wonder if, every, if everybody actually knew who he was. He's not the only uh, serial killer, though. Oh, really? No. Jack... Oh, say this name wrong. Uner Wagner from Austria. And uh, this guy, his mother was a prostitute back in the day. Okay. So he kind of already had, like, an aggression towards him. And he actually... I think he killed, like, a prostitute in Austria. And he was in prison. Mommy and they, issues. They let him out of prison because he was, like, learning journalism or some shit and he did such a good job can you imagine you go to prison and just because you you took a course and are like well we you're good we think you 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 you, you learned a skill yeah. absurd especially when we have people in prison fighting fires now and they still can't get i send like you people. to third your honor your honor he got an a on this art project hold on john Wayne casey <laughs> hold on oh my god Wayne casey didn't even do all of his own is portraits. this an owl <laughs> And this is an owl so nice. You're free to go. Well, so this was in 91 he got out and he came to the Cecil because he read about uh, Richard Ramirez in the, like earlier from 86. So he's a journalist now. Comes here to, I guess, write about Richard Ramirez. Stayed in the same fucking room and prostitutes went up uh, missing and they linked it to him. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Maybe he was drawn there. And then he went to prison, and uh, he was str- I guess he was strangling prostitutes with their bras. Oh, my Oh yeah. Oh my God, I did read about this. Oh, I couldn't remember his gracious. name, though. And he ended up hanging himself in his cell with the same knot he used to... Because the people that lash out are also the people that hate themselves the most. And, yeah. of course, he killed himself because he hates his relationship with his mother. Or maybe he, like, fantasized about his mother and has an Oedipus mm. complex. So he lashed out on all these other people and then Probably. had to off himself. And there's definitely a curse at that hotel. I feel like a lot I of think... serial killers have an Oedipus complex. Or maybe so, there's, there's like, a negative energy that just, yes. just lives there. Um, Have you heard any, like, have you ever heard of, like, ley lines? I yeah. I forget exactly what they're called, but it's essentially, like, these, you yeah, know. Dragon lines, dragon veins, ley lines, exactly. With it's stuff. like manifestation energy is higher but manifestation or manipulation doesn't necessarily have a good or bad motive it's a matter of what you do with it yeah um so with that being a place that's caught on ley lines and is you know uh, a you know peak point for any kind of manifestation yeah drawing in all the pain that this country has very literally like manifested in, you know, sex workers and marginalized communities and poor communities yeah. that sort of draw them to this place, maybe looking for salvation because you feel that power, but rather than it being a positive power, it accentuates all of the whatever power they came with, which is a lot of their mental disturbia or what have you. So it's like a negative energy signal repeater. It's exactly. like a Wi-Fi repeater almost. And it's like. like- Energy is just physics. It's just like radio play. We all have a frequency. The planets have frequencies. Light well, yeah. up frequency. You see why I asked her to come on the show? Sound yeah. <laughs> she knows her shit. Sound has frequencies. So if this place in this like ley line crossing has you know this ability to sort of manifest this energy, I do think chalking a lot of it up like like and that's just physics. That's just the reality of it. I.e., ghosts are real. Right. Um, but chalking it up to like you know the history of it, like you know maybe this is real, maybe it's a ghost, maybe it's a haunting. Come see, is very much just sort of uh, I feel like watering down the idea that like this pain and this aggression comes from you know mental health issues and is meant to like minimize yeah. aggression towards sex workers and aggression toward well, or yeah, violence against homeless people and marginalized communities. And that's why it's still to this day a huge site of suicides and violence against sex workers and homelessness and drugs and alcohol and all of the pain in the world yeah. migrating to this point and accelerating because of that. Hmm. So, like, yeah, like all of these dudes with their, you know, super issues or, you know, head traumas or what have you maybe looked for salvation yeah, and, exactly. you know, that energy that would, combusted. That, that's heavy. Hopefully when I go to edit this and replay it, I comprehend whatever yeah. it should. Hopefully I no, made sense. I, and, and, you know, 
and you could and you could chalk that up, especially the the serial killer, the Satanist serial killer. He almost could see this 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 point, this almost like you said, this rallying point, or like for any and people are any, still drawn yeah. to it to this day. So I thought, um, that's yeah. also why like uh, like mental health facilities are like often the places with like the highest you know ghost activity or what yeah. have you, because it's just energy projected energy and they had to project more energy to be able to communicate yeah just like marginalized communities just like sex workers just like everybody else well and if you ever go like it's that's something true that energy is something to speak about too because if you ever go to the, the Holland cemeteries and this this is this area especially too there is this energy that you can kind of feel this like it's palpable energy that you can mm-hmm. feel and you kind of feel like you're swimming through. I think you talked about a story, one of our ghost story, like one of the earliest episodes. You talked about a ghost story. You were at this. Um, like oh, you were Bachelor's doing, like, Grove a, Cemetery. How I always call it a bunch of bullshit. Well, no, <laughs> not even that one. The uh, where you were making the ice house delivery. Oh, at the Excalibur. With, yeah. Uh, the old club with the phone. Well, it used to be a funeral home. Oh my god! It was God. the Chicago funeral home, and I was oh, up there. Shit! I was there's. I had a grand staircase on one side of me, and then the other side was the bar ran ran along the corner, and my dad was downstairs talking to the manager, and I was trying to set up the tray for the ice sculpture, while there's really no one up there, but I heard like glasses sliding and bar stools being put down. Poked around the corner, like, hey, uh, is there an outlet over here? Pitch black over there. Didn't hear, and then everything was back where it should have been. Yeah. Two minutes later, I'm poking up the hose in the bucket, and I hear glasses clinking, and it's like, what the fuck's going on? I go, hey, is someone fucking with me? No one's there. The The dim lights got even dimmer, and then super bright, and I went bolting down the stairs, and the guy's like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have left you up there uh, by yourself. He's like, did you hear the elevator? I go, what? The what? Fuck? And I guess the old elevator they use for the corpses, they don't use anymore. But it's like an old school one with a gate. And they said sometimes you can hear it running or you can hear the gate rattling. Wow. <laughs> and see, exactly, a lot of that isn't even necessarily, you know, meant to be negative energy. It's just like, it's like just, these spirits want to communicate and they don't want to be forgotten. Isn't it like something like a, it's more like a memory and than it is a yeah, person. And the architecture of a lot of these major cities, because they use a lot of these places as like, you know, uh, like tourist spots or what have you. Or even in Chicago, they just build right over it without acknowledging it then yeah these these areas are still going to have a very high charged energy more so because you're not honoring the pain or the spirits that and, and the way that they existed before yeah maybe that explains why mothman's in town mothman's in town mothman's Mothman? been in, mothman's been in chicago for like two years now what i did not know that i, I do did. know there's lots of serial we did an episode though. on him last season <laughs> he's great he was spotted at o'hare in 2019 he's a hero I believe Mothman. Mothman? I don't know anything about Mothman. Uh, Does he like lamps? <laughs> All right, so let's get to the next, the, the last weird uh, thing. And to me, this is probably the most bizarre, and I remember seeing the footage of it when it first came out in 2013. Oh. Eli- I, is it Eliza, La- Eliza Lamp? Um, Eliza, oh, is Eliza El- Lamb, not Lamp? El- yeah, I'm sorry, you said Lamp. <laughs> I said Lamp, you said Lamp. Eliza, El- Eliza Lamb in 2013. She was a 21-year-old Canadian uh, I think she was also Korean. I don't know. Mm. I'm not sure. She, I, I, I don't know anything about this. This is news to me. You like, don't know. Okay, weird. I know you know about. You I ever won't s- specify because it's just a very large, large place. All right, I will <laughs> tell you about the YouTube video, and I know for a fact you've seen it. Have you ever seen the video where the girls in the elevator hitting all the buttons, and she's like freaking out? Yeah, that's Eliza Lamb. And then she ends up in the. Oh wait, I don't want to. No, it's no. So- go ahead and tell me. I don't. So she in the video she's seen she's hitting all the buttons and she's acting in the corner like all like hiding or like like making weird. I tried to make the moves that she makes in this video and it's like 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 tension in her fingers in a really fucked up way. She keeps looking outside the elevator and they said that one of the weirdest things that people don't notice about that video is how long the elevator door stays open. Oh yeah, it doesn't close up. I mean, they did say the video looked like it was edited a little bit maybe trimmed down for time (laughs) but she keeps like looking outside the elevator and uh at one point she actually steps out of it and then steps back in but the elevator door stays open the entire fucking time until she walks out of it at the end of the movie or the end of the the clip then the elevator doors close Mm -hmm. uh now she's hitting all the buttons and apparently people think she was playing some like korean elevator game 
I'm um, pretty sure that's not a thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's a Reddit I don't know, but kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know, but I feel like again, this also, is a prime example. Also, if you're example. in the corner making like weird hand movements, I'm pretty sure that's not a game. There's two things that I want to say. First off, again, you kind of have that example of like it's easier to believe that it's made up rather than acknowledge like mental health disorders yeah. and how that creates sensitivity or rather than acknowledge the pain that has been produced on lots of people throughout this country. Yeah. But, oh, God, I forgot what the second thing I wanted to well, say Well, she was. was known to have uh, to be bipolar, and mm-hmm. she did have medication in her system. But the way she was hitting the buttons, people were linking into this Korean elevator game where you got to hit so many... F- I don't know if you go to certain floors at a time or you just hit buttons in a certain order. And you're supposed to end up on the fifth floor and you're in the elevator but in a different dimension and then... There's a woman with her back to you or something. That kind of sounds fun. You're not supposed to talk to her. Oh, maybe not. You're not supposed to go up to her at all, and she's going to, like, follow you, but you're not... So it's like a Bloody Mary kind of thing. Kind of, and pretty much uh, you have to find your own way back out. Interesting. And then, like, I guess one guy claims he did it, and then he had a panic attack and woke up in his apartment. Which people have died from. He woke up in his own home... But then, like, everybody was sending him smiley faces, and he didn't know why. That's strange. And, like, he felt like he was still in the other world. People have died from panic attacks from saying ghosts. There was something on Twitter about some white girl that dated a black girl and tried to cast, like, a hoodoo spell on her and conjure somebody. Um, like conjure one of the Loa and rather oh, than no, you and ra- exactly that. as a fucking white girl and she died in her bathtub from an anxiety attack yeah because and like right before said that she saw Papa Legba so 100% could be maybe this Ooh, is like a right? Ooh, I hate that um, me too um, it could very well be like you know is this a Bloody Mary thing or like yeah. a Candyman thing that we all think is a joke oh, until Man. it actually happens I don't want to test that but, no, never. So in, I'll never buy a Ouija board in my life. There's never. like a like an art form called Buto. A friend of mine like held a class and I took it and it's like like essentially moving like you're possessed, allowing your like a meditative state that allows you to feel possessed so that it moves through you. Yeah. And it's very much like moving every inch of your limb like yeah. separately and like walking certain like weird ways and that looks a lot like the movements she was making. Yeah. That whole art form is meant to represent possession. Well, so her roommate said she was acting weird at the hostel. Like, she has to switch rooms. Um, now, here's something I didn't know about this until I started doing research on it, and it's probably one of the most fucked up things about this. I know you know. I know you don't know. I don't Zach. know. Uh, so, she went missing for a little over two weeks. I think they said 19 days. Uh, people in the, the building started complaining about the water coming out yellowish and gray. And how the water tasted funny, so they checked the water tanks uh, on the top of the building. And in top of the water well, you tanks, you can't get to the roof. You can't get to the roof. You can't even reach the top of the water tank without a ladder, which they didn't have. In the water tank was the. And it's like a twenty-foot lid. Mm-hmm. I read like it's it's super hard to get to by yourself as a, like the decomposing naked body of Eliza Lamb, just floating in the water that everyone's drinking. So. Theoretically, she drowned. She drowned, yes, but like theoretically, she climbed up onto the roof by herself, climbed up this like took twelve foot off. ladder, took her clothes off, threw Somebody her clothes her in, in there, there with her, moved this like twenty plus pound giant ass lid off this water vat, threw herself in, and then put it back on. Like that makes no freaking sense. That's too much. No sense whatsoever. Oh my god! I'm just uh, drinking the water. Ugh. You gave me water, Eric, at the beginning of this episode. Was this that's for this... a filter, though? That's a good, I mean. <laughs> I'm glad I had this beer. Um, but so, just to kind of like touch back on this like whole mental health thing and possession or like ghosts and what have you. Um, I think the farther you trace it back, especially in like uh, like ancient texts or like indigenous texts, things like schizophrenia or things like bipolar were looked at uh, were looked at necessarily as disorders. It wasn't until like you know, Western culture started popping pills for everything, um, calling yeah. everybody crazy for everything. But it was looked at as like as a sensitivity. We those, live in a those medicated the world. That well, just hit this. Those were the people that were usually the healers. Well, or that's the, shaman, the well, it's, shaman or it's, what it's the same kind of it's that same kind of reason and thing that like she this white girl is trying to summon a loa. That scared the shit out of me. <laughs> 
I was hoping you'd answer your phone. I sent oh. your photo. Oh. <laughs> I just saw he it sent, crack. He, 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 <laughs> sent, he sent me this. I'm going to screen grab this photo to send you what Brandon just sent me. Oh, my oh God. My God. Uh, That's hilarious. Sorry, I can't resist. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm coming from inside like the house. Right? Looking in at him. Oh my gosh! Thank you for that. So uh, you spooked me. Bye, buddy. We're gonna wrap this episode up on the, the Cecil. Yeah. Oh yeah, but no, but yeah. There's there's, there's a reason. Like, I want to go. We should spend the night. Yeah. In yeah what's fuck no. No, let's, thanks. let's not. No. It's now Come called on. the stay. If you go with the witch. I'll protect us. They. Uh, <laughs> it's now known as the stay on Main, which is really stupid. That's a. It's funny too because it still says it still says the Cecil and it's got the Cecil paint all over it. But I know apparently right now it's shut down for renovations and they're trying to really yeah bring it up. I'm I well, heard that's good to hear because I feel like with all of the deaths that happened there, why hasn't it been shut down or anything been done? Because it's Congress a, it's is a national landmark now. Yeah, it oh, is. Shit. It's a, it's a national landmark or the state landmark or whatever. So it's because Congress about... is haunted too here and that's been shut down. I heard that was actually not. We'll get that in the next episode. But uh, oh, we learned about that at the Springfield trip. Springfield. Uh, yeah. But no, that there is that is the reason why like she probably died because only certain bloodlines and certain people who have that sensitivity it's almost passed down from generation to generation yeah. because as is bipolar or like because, manic right. depression. And, and... Unless you have, especially with with uh, with hoodoo stuff, it, unless you have a connection to that specific loa you're using. You can't Not, summon yeah. it because then you're going to piss something off. And it was, um, with that story, I think it was, she had tried to summon Papa Legba to, like, do something negative to her yeah. partner. But there's another, like, lower or demon that, like, uh, mimics or impersonates Papa yeah, Legba, like but, like, a, hunts women. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, almost like a trickster kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And when you don't know what you're doing and you try to summon things, you will end up summoning a trickster. You don't um, summon anything. Yeah. Right. If you don't also don't know what summon you... angels if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Don't summon anything. Stop right. summoning things. A, angels a... will fuck with you. I'm gonna close this episode out. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you listen to the show in its entirety, thank you. Uh, make sure to leave a five star rating. That helps a lot. Uh, or whatever rating you want to leave. Yeah. Don't, don't don't leave, leave it up. people. Okay, fine. Ten stars for me. Yeah, yeah. 13. Do a double. Do a double rating on iTunes. And if you have an Android, a, find the <laughs> Facebook page, Totally Along Podcast, and leave a, a rating there. That helps. Yeah, we leave a review. Best way to help the show is just share it. So uh, thank you for listening. I'm Eric. Party I'm, on. I'm Zach. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm I, I was here. <laughs> you know, what? I'm just doing my outro for the. It came from the video store. I just realized. Because we always go, I'm Eric, and then Matt's like, I'm Matt, and I'm Brandon. Like, that's just how we end it. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>